0: talking about something that's really become such a prominent part of everyone's lives, um, especially in 2016. Now, the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals dubbed 2016 the year of the vegan, of course, being Peter. Now, the huge shift towards veganism is really, really interesting for me and uh, a new... Um, magazine is hitting South African shelves and it's all about the vegan experience and the vegan life. It's a trend that's growing and if you are a vegan, if you've changed um, from eating meat and meat products um, to a strictly vegan lifestyle, feel free to phone in 21 567 How did the transition go um, and what made you change? Use that WhatsApp line for your voice notes and your text messages 72 one on the line now, I have Maria Chiaranda, and she's editor of Vegan Life magazine, and she's joining us all the way from the UK. Good morning, Maria.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: I'm good, and you thanks so much for chatting to us tonight on Cape Talk.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, you are editor of, of the Vegan Life magazine. I think uh, let's start at the beginning. Many people um, are foreign to this this term and this this lifestyle. What is veganism?
1: So veganism is basically a philosophy or a lifestyle that tries as far as practical to avoid animal abuse or exploitation. So to that end, vegans don't eat animals. They don't eat any animal products. So that includes dairy, uh, eggs, anything that comes from an animal. We don't wear leather. We don't wear wool. And we don't use products that have been tested on animals. So it's just uh, avoiding anything that uses animals in any way.
0: Now, I did mention that, that uh, more and more people are becoming vegans or, or following a, a vegan lifestyle. Why do you think this is becoming a, a growing fad or a lifestyle that people follow?
1: Um, well, we we know that there really has been a massive explosion in the numbers. Um, just if we look at the UK, uh, which I know a lot about because my magazine teamed up with the Vegan Society to do a poll, um, we know that there are for over half a million, 542,000 vegans in the UK now uh, over the age of 15 um, uh, compared to 150,000 10 years ago. Um, so it is really growing. And I think a lot of this can be put down to, the way that we share information on the internet, it's a lot more democratic. Um, Obviously, before the internet, it was a lot harder to find out about things like um, animal agriculture and find out how slaughterhouses work. And the more people find out about this information, the more they want to turn away from these things. Um, But also, we're we're developing a wider and deeper knowledge of how plant-based eating can be good for health as well. Mm. So I think that... A lot of it has to do with how we share information, but also the new information that we're finding all the time. Uh,
0: Let's talk about the magazine Vegan Life. Uh, What's the aim of the magazine and and what can the reader expect when buying this, this specific magazine?
1: So Vegan Life magazine, our tagline is bringing vegan into vogue. And what we want to do is just present the vegan lifestyle as something really positive uh, and something really easy and fun. Um, The magazine is not, although we do touch on hard hitting topics, for example how working in slaughterhouses can make people more violent, Mm. um, issues like that. We never use graphic imagery, so you don't have to be worried that you're gonna pick up the magazine and see really distressing images. Um, it's kind of more of a coffee table magazine. A lot of thought and effort goes into the design and making it really attractive. Um, There's also food and recipes in there as well as features, interviews with celebrities. So it's a whole lifestyle magazine. It just looks at the positive aspects of being vegan and hopefully helps and supports people, whether they're just starting out being vegan or they've been vegan for years.
0: Hmm. Uh, Maria, take me back. Um, Have you always been a vegan or, or did you sort of make the switch and when did that happen for you?
1: No, I've have not always been a vegan. I am thirty five now, and I became vegan just over five years ago. So I was twenty nine when I became vegan. Um, I don't I, at the time I didn't know any vegetarians or vegans. No one in my family is vegetarian or vegan, and it was kind of a mixture of things that led to me doing this. Partly, I've 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 used to have problems with chronic digestion, things like that. Um so on the one hand, I, I was constantly feeling really sluggish and ill, so I was looking to see if I could control that through diet. Um, so I thought I'll give plant based eating a try. But also around that time I I just by seeing things online and then researching further, I was finding out a lot more about animal agriculture, particularly the dairy industry and the egg industry. And I didn't really like what I was finding out and I didn't want to be supporting those industries with my money anymore. Um So I decided to do that. Um, Some people kind of do it step by step, which is great. I decided to go overnight vegan. And um, yeah, I haven't really looked back since.
0: Now, many people, I would imagine, has misperceptions when it comes to to veganism. What are the the, the questions you frequently get and the misperceptions that people who aren't vegan sort of pose to you?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing that you get asked as a vegan is where do you get your protein? Um, A lot of people kind of think the only way you can get protein is if you're eating slabs of meat, and that is completely (laughs) untrue. Um, There are many sources where you can get protein, Um, quinoa, pulses, vegetables, oats, um, even bread. All these foods have protein in them, and that is the big thing that you get asked all the time. I think as well, maybe less now, but a few years ago there was this misconception that vegans were all, kind of skinny and weak and very pale. Um, but now we're seeing people like Novak Djokovic and the Williams sisters following plant-based vegan diets and being some of the best athletes in the world. So um, I think those would probably be the biggest misconceptions, the protein one and the being weak one.
0: Now, uh, quickly run me through uh, a normal day with regards to your diet. Uh, what do you eat for breakfast, for lunch and for, for supper?
1: Okay, well, I'll I'll talk through today. This morning I had oats, um, pretty straightforward, just did them with a bit of almond milk. Then I threw a bit of fruit on, a bit of dried fruit. So that was really tasty and filling. Then for lunch, I'd made a soup. Uh, I got a really simple recipe. The soup took about 10 minutes. It was tomato, chickpea and coconut soup. Um, So I had that. I had um, a couple of snacks throughout the day. I had a banana and I had a cereal bar. And then for my dinner, I fancied something really hearty. So I made a kind of lentil bolognese sauce that I had with pasta and then a bit of broccoli on the sides to get some greens.
0: And I, I'm just thinking now, when it comes to these, these, these meals you, you just mentioned, um, one would imagine that it is mm-hmm. a, a bit pricier than normal meat-based meals. Is, is, is there um, a price difference or it, a cost difference? It really
1: depends. Um, there there can be if you um, want to go out and buy all the kind of vegan cheese alternatives and vegan meat alternatives, vegan yoghurt alternatives yeah that can get really expensive because a lot of these are specialist products Um, we've just seen a new vegan egg alternative launched on the British market and it's probably about five times more expensive than buying eggs Um, but these are highly specialised products and you don't need them Um, so it kind of comes down to your own planning and your own food preferences and your own ability in the kitchen as well. Um, It can be very, very cheap to eat this way if you eat a lot of pulses, lentils, chickpeas, that kind of thing, and rice. They're some of the cheapest foods there are. Um, So you can certainly manage your budget however you choose to and still enjoy a huge range of foods.
0: Hmm. Excuse me if I'm already putting an answer in your mouth, but one would imagine that veganism opens up a whole new world of flavors and meals and dishes, or on the other side of things, does it limit you with regards to being creative with food?
1: Um, Well, that's uh, it's a really, really good question, actually. For me, I found that it... As you said, it really does open you up because I find that it's very easy to get stuck in a rut with food. And then when you stop having one thing, you'll probably go out and look for something else to replace that thing. So there's loads of different foods that I have now that I wouldn't have had before. And and I hear this a lot. I was speaking to, um, I was interviewing someone the other day and they're a very, very good athlete. And they said food was so boring before they just ate steak and chips all the time and now they eat a whole range of different foods and fruits and vegetables. I think it's really important to bear in mind that there are only a few animals that we actually eat, but there are tens of thousands of plants, edible plants on the planet. Um, So there's still plenty of different foods you can try. Um, Sometimes when you start to try different foods, for example, when I stopped drinking dairy milk and I started drinking almond milk, it can take a few weeks to get used to that because if you spend your whole life consuming one type of food, Obviously, you're not necessarily instantly mm. going to love a different type, but um, it's kind of worth persevering with and, and worth um, kind of trying with it.
0: Um, let's quickly take a look at the, the demographics. Now, you've worked with uh, people who are vegans. Um, is it predominantly male or female? Um, what's the, the, the age um, gap between the people who are vegans? Or, or when do people switch? And when, when does that happen age-wise?
1: Um, it's really hard to to know when people are kind of making that switch. Although, as you might probably imagine, it does seem to be a movement that's predominantly driven by younger people. Mm. So, you're kind of sixteen to to late twenties, kind of early thirties. That's the main when people are mainly making the change. Um, our polling showed that many, many more women are vegan than men, and that this is something that people are starting to talk about um there are male vegans there are just appear to be less male vegans than female vegans um i don't know if it's something to do with the way we kind of cl- connect meat with manliness um there's kind of lots of images of you know men cooking massive steaks on the <laughs> barbecue being a very manly thing mm. or you know vegetarianism or veganism maybe being a bit emotional and um, that's how some people look at it and being a very female thing um but yeah, I think more more research kind of has to be done as to why it has been less popular among males. Although more men are kind of you know starting to catch on. Um, in terms of who who's vegan now, mm. again the highest age group is that kind of younger up to 35. Um, although I I know of vegans who um, who started in their 80s and continue with veganism throughout their 80s. So it really is um, kind of any age.
0: Um, now, I, I know many celebrities, you mentioned this a bit earlier, have ventured into to veganism. I would assume you, this is a, a welcome movement uh, for you because it it sort of puts this um, lifestyle on a very trendy and international platform. And I mean, these people are really influential and, and people follow them, the, what they do, half often their gym, what they eat. Um, do you sort of look into, from the magazine perspective, creating advocates? For for veganism,
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. We we definitely try to profile the kind of people that you've just spoken about. I think that you know there there there's kind of a positive way to draw people to veganism, and there's a negative way. And and if people become vegan for negative reasons because they've seen, you know, how awful the meat industry is, then it's still good that they're becoming vegan. But it's much better if people can kind of see that. There is a positive side to it, and it is a really good thing to do. And I think when you talk to people who have a lot of influence, like certain celebrities, um, and you share their stories, and they kind of use their platforms to spread the message, then that's a really effective way of getting people on
0: board. Mm. I actually should have asked this at the start of the interview. Quickly tell me, what's the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian?
1: A vegetarian doesn't eat any animals. But a vegan doesn't eat any animals, doesn't eat any animal products. So that includes milk, dairy, um, honey, any kind of product that comes from an animal. But also vegans don't um, use animals in any ways. So uh, a vegetarian might still wear leather, but a vegan wouldn't wear leather. Uh, a vegan won't wear wool or use any products that have been animal tested. But for vegetarianism, it's really just not eating meat
0: now you mentioned many young people um are sort of spearheading the the, the vegan lifestyle um and many young people mm-hmm. are the ones who will be starting families soon. Do you think it will be difficult for for these young people to to implement a vegan lifestyle with their with their children
1: I think that it is possible, and, and there was a big study that came out at the end of last year with some very, very important dietitians and nutritionists behind it who said a well-planned vegan diet is perfectly safe for every stage of life, whether that's pregnancy, childhood, adulthood, or even when you're older. Um, I think that it can be, because as a society we're so geared around meat and two veg and that kind of thing. It might require a little bit more planning and a little bit more mm. thinking about where you're gonna get all the different nutri- nutrients. But I think that it is very possible to do. And there's a good chance that someone who is, uh, has kind of put the thought into bringing their child up vegan will be willing to put that extra time into it anyway. Um, as, as more kind of young people start to have families and start to have more vegan children, obviously it will become more commonplace and hopefully continue to become even easier. Um, I find at the moment um, doctors, at least in the UK, don't tend to have massive knowledge about um, veganism and vegan nutrition. So there's not the kind of support that you might get from the medical quarter. But again, I think that that's something that is evolving.
0: Mm. Uh, before I say goodbye, is there anything you'd, you'd want to say mm. or you would say to, to a, a vegan basher if you were faced with them?
1: Um, Yeah, just, uh, um, you know, no, give it a go. You never know. I used to think vegans were were crazy. I I really (laughs) love a a cookbook writer and uh, an ex-chef called Anthony Bourdain. And he's written an amazing book. Years ago, he wrote an amazing book called Kitchen Confidential. And in it, he called vegans the Hezbollah-like faction of vegetarianism because he thought they were so extreme and so intense. And I agreed with that. And then a few years down the line I find myself completely changing my mind and, and joining them. So um, you know, don't knock it until you've tried it, I say.
0: Well, thank you so much and the best of luck with the success of the Vegan Life magazine. And and thanks so much for chatting to us tonight on Cape Talk.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: We have Checo on the line from Grassi Park. Good evening, Checo. Good
2: evening, how's it Prada? I'm good and you cool. Uh not necessarily bashing down the vegan group. Ne? Mm. But I really like to share a story This is a personal store. I was invited to a vegan dinner. Ne? Yeah. And well, to be honest and truthfully, the food was horrible. I'll tell you why. We're eating these other plants. I don't know what are they made of. And we're eating leaves and sticks with a... It, it, it tasted more like fish oil mixed with vinegar or something like that. And no meat. I was expecting that maybe we might get a bit of cheese or anything like that. There was nothing like that. But for me, sorry, this kind of lifestyle is not for me. I prefer to eat the cow. The cow can eat all the leaves and stuff, and then I can <laughs> just go and eat the cow. Sorry. The vegan group is definitely not for me.
0: So so you don't eat any salads? Sorry? You don't eat salads?
2: Yes, I do eat salad, but to honestly speaking, that's my personal opinion and mm. choice. I prefer meat. Hence I'm saying the cow and the goats they can eat all the leaves.
0: <laughs> and you'll yeah, get I- your <laughs> Well well yeah. th- thanks so much for, for your comment, uh from Grassy Park.